Yeah, we are the Nosebleed Seats Podcast. The show everyone can afford to listen to Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo. Draft day! The NFL Draft 2018 is upon us and we are here to give you our draft day special that's really only relevant for these next few hours until the first round begins and we all know the results instead of just trying to forecast all these things that are probably going to look dumb here by this time tomorrow. So, Eric, how excited are you? How nervous are you? I mean, your Dolphins, it's a big day for the Miami Dolphins organization. Oh, it's the big day. Uh, it's a big day for all of us. Uh, this really sets the tone for our future. There's hope in the air. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can feel it. You have that hope tingle down there at the bottom of your of your sack. And uh, what man, we're all just walking around on cloud nine today, right? Until okay, your yeah. team turns in the card. Roger comes out there amongst a crowd of boos in AT and T Stadium. Woo! In our backyard, baby. And they fire off Taco Charlton. What? You know. So until then, it's a great day. It's a great day. It's exciting for That's all of us. That's pretty much my reaction was, how'd you know? Oh, I just, uh, I know you, man. Oh, uh, yeah, that is true. Well, we'll see. I'll let you know later on uh, where I want the Cowboys to go, where I want them not to go. I'm sure you'll tell us how you feel about your Miami Dolphins. We're going to be joined here in just a couple of seconds by an old work friend of mine, Mr. Kieran Steckley. We worked together back in the day. And uh, he has now gone on to become an award-winning journalist in Stillwater at the Stillwater News Press. And he's also hosting a a weeknight radio show in Stillwater. Big draft nerd like ourselves. So we're going to bring Kieran on. uh, Talk draft? Talk some draft. Yeah, he's a big fan of the show, too. So I know he's excited to come on and talk. I think you two are going to get along swimmingly. That gets me hot a little bit. Oh, it does it? I mean, I want to talk. Is, I we, hope he's down to talk we haven't about had some anybody important new? stuff, you know? Yeah, the, the good things. Like, who's hot, who's not hot, hot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about I want to talk about who's the sexiest, who's, you know, we're talking about maybe drop some rear-end knowledge. I mean, I know later on in the episode we're going to get to your uh, uh, highly anticipated top 10 asses from the 2018 Scouting Combine brought to you by none other than Zach Wolchuk. Keep teasing very, away, baby. Keep very teasing away. Very excited about this. Uh, gosh, I know you've just put so much time, energy, and effort into it. Sweat, so. blood, tears, all of it. God, man, you've been you've been studying that combine tape like nobody's business. Nobody's pushness. And it's just going to be it's the, it's the most highly anticipated thing we do each year. Ask so fine, let's make a baby. And it's just going to be it's going to be a party. So that's going to come up later in the episode. And, and another uh, one. Really, just can't wait for that. That's probably what I'm most excited about. When you when you talk about all the festivities of draft day, your annual scouting combine ass list is my favorite. Thing. Look for it on Twitter, baby. Add Zach Wolchuk. All right, cool. So what are we doing here? Are we gonna uh, get let's on get your him boy? on the phone. Let's get Kieran, let's up. get Kieran on the phone. Uh, we're gonna bring him into the safe space. It's gonna be beautiful right here on the Nosebleed Seats podcast. And joining us now on the Nosebleed Seats podcast, the award-winning journalist for the Stillwater News Press and the host of Last Call from 8 to 10, Monday through Thursday on Triple Play Sports Radio in Stillwater, Oklahoma. A longtime friend of mine, Mr. Kieran Steckley. Kieran, welcome to the Nosebleed Seats with Zach Wilcher and Eric Chiafalo. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I gotta say, I've been I've been with Nosebleed since the beginning. I don't want to be a hipster or anything, but I've been I've been with you guys since uh, since you started out. Really love what you guys do with the show. Honored to be here. Well, hey, we appreciate it, man. It's always good to uh, have uh, a fellow friend that's in the business, and, and we do it for you. I mean, I know you're doing your show, helping the fans out there, just speaking truth, and, and we're here trying to do the same thing. So we appreciate it, dude. We love it. And we love the support. Yes, sir. I, although you asked me how I'm doing, I'm more concerned how you're doing. Have you recovered from Des Bryant mm. being cut yet? Is that still a sore subject? Should I not bring that up? Oh, uh, you know it's sore, Kieran. You know it's sore. But you, come on, Walchuk, <laughs> how you feeling, man? Guys, um, it's always going to be sore. He's still post-coital, Kieran. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this draft goes this weekend. I'll tell you. What, we'll see how tonight goes. We'll see how the rest of the weekend goes, and uh, you can check with me back next week. All right, sounds good. I always love the draft. I always say, as a Detroit Lions fan, it's about the only thing I had to look forward to for a very long time. And now, now we're picking the twenties. I'm not used to this. You got to wait so long to get the draft pick. I'm not used to this. It's a, it's a good feeling, but 
Uh, definitely not familiar. The hell are you a Lions fan for? Oh, my father's from Detroit. Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Red Wings. Oh, God. Well, I can actually uh, relate to that a little bit. My dad is from Miami, so I'm a Miami sports fan, so I get to be a Dolphins fan. Yay me. Uh, I'm also a Heat fan, so I can't stand the Pistons. Uh, But, wow. (laughs) You're a Lions fan. We got a Cowboys fan, a Lions fan, and a Dolphins fan all in this podcast. And wow, what just a just kind of a tough life it is for all of us. Well rounded. That's the key. Character. We're covering all of our bases here. So the NFL draft is covered. We've got three teams. We're fans of three teams. So we can go ahead and tackle it. I think before we get like into the main storylines of the draft, obviously the first round coming up tonight. Being based in Stillwater, covering Oklahoma State Athletics, we, we got to ask you about some of the big dogs from the Pokes that are entering the draft. I think there is a chance Mason Rudolph will go in the first round tonight. What do you think? I mean, what, what's your projection of Mason Rudolph coming out? You know, Mason Rudolph has become, in my opinion, the most underrated quarterback in this class. And just basically because of the hype of the other guys. He doesn't do anything great, I would say. But I think he's solid in a lot of areas. And I do agree with you. I think there's a really good chance he gets taken in the first round because you get that fifth-year option. The fifth-year option is big when you're trying to develop quarterbacks on a cheap rookie deal. So you could see a team like, here's a scenario for you. The Giants take Chubb, Barkley at number two, right? Love Chubb. You know, that would be a great pick either way. They could trade with the Jaguars. The Jaguars have no needs. They would love to trade out of the first round, I think. Trade back into the first round, pick Mason Rudolph, have that fifth-year option. Mike Shula, the offensive coordinator for the Giants, at Oklahoma State's Pro Day. Oh, okay. As, as was the Steelers GM and Mike Tomlin, as was Ken Wisenhunt. There was a lot of star power at the Pro Day for Oklahoma State. Teams picking in the back of the first round particularly or have the assets to trade back in. That fifth-year option might be Mason Rudolph's best friend because, like I said, he is a solid quarterback. The criticisms that go to Mason Rudolph, in my opinion, could go to Baker Mayfield, but we're talking about now the rumors are he's going to be number one. You know, oh, the air raid offense. Well, Baker Mayfield ran the same offense. Oh, well, he had talent, you know, so much great talent around him. Did you see Oklahoma's offensive line this year? Baker Mayfield had all, you know, better talent. Better coaching, I would say, and you know, at a program that properly funds, uh, at a, a school, I should say, that properly funds his pro- uh, football program. So I think Mason Ruff gets nitpicked a little bit unfairly. He's big. He's got a good arm. He needs to improve some of his mid-level accuracy. But you don't win ten games three straight years accidentally. And the Big Twelve, kind of a mid-tier conference. We're talking about Power Five, but. Look at what they did against West, or excuse me, Virginia Tech. Look what they did against Washington a couple of years ago. Look what they did even against Ole Miss with all those uh, cheating players, as it turned out. You know, Mason Rudolph played with a screw in his foot in that game, and even though OSU got blown out, he played pretty well as a sophomore. So I think he's underrated. Do I think he's a surefire franchise quarterback? No, he's going to need help. But when you're talking about the flaws of the quarterbacks that are ahead of him, it's hard for me to say that Mason Rudolph is significantly worse off as a pro prospect than some of these other guys. Gosh mentioned, dang it, I like that. Yeah, dude. no, I like Mason Rudolph. And I don't know, have you had the chance to be around him personally a lot? Because when he sits down, you know, he, he was with Steve Mariucci on the NFL Network and he's calling plays and having him draw it up. He seems like a likable dude. Oh, he's very likable. He is kind of the embodiment of the quarterback. If you look at him... That's kind of what a quarterback was made to look like. He's good looking, right? I mean, we kind of laugh at that, but that's no. That's he's sexy for sure. No, he's yeah, se- he, Kieran. He's sexy. He is sexy. He he loves to go out in the lake, and you see the videos on the internet of him throwing, you know, passes to guys on a speedboat, and they're right in stride. I don't know. I mean, that's got to tra- translate somehow to the NFL. Somehow, you got to be able to utilize that skill set. He's also very smart. He. You know, reportedly, uh, we don't get that kind of access, but reportedly he did very well on on the whiteboard with teams, and they were very impressed with that, which, again, we go back to the offense he ran in college. That's kind of the concern. How can you go from the air raid to an NFL scheme? And he passed those tests, reportedly. And, 
you know, he is likable. His teammates love him. Like I said, he played as a sophomore in the Sugar Bowl against a stacked old Miss team. If you look at the guys on that team, that a lot of them got drafted pretty highly with a screw in his foot, and they got destroyed. But he never came out except when they wanted to give a senior some snaps. That's it. That's it. He is. He has a, most all qualities you want in a franchise quarterback, and. You know, it doesn't help that he's, uh, or it doesn't hurt, I should say, that he's pretty, you know, wild in the eyes. Not gonna lie. So, where would you rank him? I mean, in uh, terms of sexiness, sexiness uh, of these top five guys. I mean, where, where are you putting him among the, the elite prospects here in this class? Well, among quarterbacks, I mean, he's probably number one, right? I mean, Darnold kind of got that square face. You know, it, it looks good for Cleveland. More on that later. I he guess. looks like he's going to have a weight problem in five to six years. Well, I can say Rudolph had the best ass. Oh, Rudolph I, did. Well, hey, the, don't give away your scout. You know no, that list is we're hyping. Come on, thing I can up, at man. least go out of the quarterbacks and be like, Rudolph had the best tush, man. Fine. Is he in the top ten? Okay, you have to give us that now. Is Rudolph was number 10? one of the quarterbacks. I'm not telling you where he ranks overall. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Kieran, back to you. Uh, Rudolph is the sexiest. I, You're going on I'm record on, um, on quarterbacks. Yes, unless you can show me somebody better. No, there's no other I Garoppolo mean, here. You know, there's the, no, Garoppolo's there's no, not in this class. I mean, why do you think Mason Rudolph gets linked to the Patriots? It's not just because he can play football pretty well. It's because you got to have a good-looking quarterback. Brian Hoyer, I love Brian Hoyer at Michigan State. He can't be your backup quarterback. That's not the Patriot way. you got to have a sexy <laughs> backup quarterback. Amen. Amen. That bald head of Hoyer's is not cutting it. And Rudolph would – Rudolph, wow. he got a full Ru- head of hair. Yeah, he's got a beautiful head of hair. And he's, he's got that tan, too. Do you know what he – is he – is he from where? Where is he from? What is he? What is the ethnicity uh, of Rudolph? Because he's he's sun kissed, man. He almost looks Hawaiian. Well, he was born and raised in South Carolina, so he's got kind of that southern and and the coast part of South Carolina. I'm pretty sure too. So he's very comfortable out in the sun. Let me say that. Hopefully, he doesn't get drafted by Buffalo after I said that. Oh God, help him if he does. No, I think that's a Josh Allen play. Yeah, that's right. That for, sounds like Josh Allen, Allen right there. That is Buffalo for, sure. for for Allen. That's where I have Allen going, actually. Trade, non-trade, I have Allen going to Buffalo. He screams Buffalo to me for the good and for the bad. I agree with you 100%. I like this whole Barkley and Rudolph to to the Giants situation where you got them trading back in with Jacksonville. That is some beautiful stuff right there. I didn't even consider that. Wow, that would be fun. Well, you got to remember, maybe there's bad blood, maybe there's not, but Dave Gettleman, which, by the way, a little side note on Dave Gettleman, the GM of the uh, Giants and former GM of the Panthers, my mom's gym teacher in high school. Wow. Oh, you are kidding me. We got to get her on to tell some Gettleman stories, man. Holy crap. Yeah, because Eric hates Gettleman. Gettleman. He's kind of funny, though. He thinks he He looks weird. He does look weird. He's a driver's ed teacher in addition to football coach and PE coach up there in upstate New York. So we know he drives well. He drives well. Or he doesn't take his job seriously. Reckless abandon. I like it. That's true. Big the Giants, hopefully not. Well, he was aspiring but, to bigger things back then. Yeah, exactly. But Tom Coughlin still running things in Jacksonville, right? They obviously oh, Gettleman, I like Gettleman that. came up in the Giants system. So at the very least, there's a relationship there, yeah. and it makes sense. There's a rapport. It makes sense. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it for sure. All right, so let's go into it. Obviously, you've got a mock here ready to rock. I mean, where, where are you ranking these quarterbacks? You've got Rudolph. In the first round, how many quarterbacks you got going round one? Well, how big is this mock? Is it a huge mock? Is it a semi mock? Are we talking a five inch? I, I, is this I, a full fledger? Around one, I did around one. <laughs> okay, decent size. Know. It's a chub decent mock. Size. Yeah, you're chubbing. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's a lot of work to do a mock, man. Like I have so much respect for these guys that do it like once a week when there's nothing that's changed. You know what I mean? Like it is a lot of work. Thirty two teams adds up really quickly. But yeah, you know, I got Darnold going one. Because I probably have him as my number one prospect, but I also think he just is more Cleveland than the other guys. He's, he's from California, but does he not scream Midwestern? And that weight screams it. just made also screams Midwestern, right? So to me, he had a pro day in the rain, you know, oh, that like wearing him. a curved bill hat. Yeah, like, he's a gritty is SOB. So Cleveland. That is so Cleveland. Got a fat honestly, face. I think he's got the best attitude to be in Cleveland. Uh, I have Baker Mayfield going to the Jets. I have him as my number two quarterback off the board, okay. number three overall. Oh yeah, and with with Barkley two to the Giants. Yes, with Barkley two to the Giants because to me 
You got Todd Bowles, the coach, and Mike, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Macaran, Macaganian, the GM of the Jets, whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, who cares? Something. The Jets. He's probably going to get fired in a couple years. Well, they just got like a little bit of a contract extension. So it's like, we wow. like you, but we don't want to marry you per se. So they need to get a quarterback. Obviously, they're training up. They're getting a quarterback. But they also need to get a guy who's a little bit more ready to play right away. Jeremy Bates, their offensive coordinator, comes from the Jay Gruden, Sean McVay, kind of Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. And I think Baker Mayfield fits there more than Josh Rosen, although I think Josh Rosen's a better quarterback prospect. I agree with both of that. Does Mayfield give Rudolph a run for his money uh, for the sexiest quarterback in the draft? I don't think so, but uh, I will say this. Baker Mayfield's been a little bit more open about his personal life. He actually at one time dated an Oklahoma State soccer player. Nice. This was a couple of years ago, so during Bedlam, Rivalry games. It's like even your quarterback prefers OU, OSU girls. So oh, that hey. Was, that He's was double nice. dipping. Ah, the Poke fans are loving that, Respect huh? Respect Mayfield. They love that. But, you know, Mayfield, you know, he, he's kind of budgy looking, you know. Like, he's not a bad looking guy. And, you know, he has no problem, you know, accessing his groin area, as we saw. Oh, like, clearly, he's proud of it. No, well, he's just got more of the, he's got that bravado. He's oh, got that sort that of. That guy that, that wants to shove his shots that, in your face. Yeah, that alpha edge there. But he, but he definitely doesn't have the height or the complexion to compete with Rudolph. No, and he's from Austin, Texas. You'd think he'd get plenty of sun, but, you know, he, he must not go out that much. Hasty. We'll yeah, that Mayfield is constantly in hibernation. I think he's just, I think he just likes to watch film. Kieran Steckley joining us here on the Nosebleed Seats podcast. So what are you thinking, Rosen, at five to, to Denver? I think that could be a Hall of Fame landing spot for him. See, okay, I Denver's a weird one for me because I do believe that John Lynch does not want to draft a quarterback. Because if you think about it, when's the last time John Lynch properly evaluated a quarterback? Yeah, he signed uh, – not John Lynch, I'm sorry, John Elway, John Elway, John Elway. Another he John, signed, all of the Johns. All the Johns. He signed Peyton Manning. Yes. He's not really evaluating. Oh. Not take a chance on a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right? I agree with your thought process here. I've said the same thing many times. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Paxton Long Lynch was a scrub. I, I hated Paxton Pax- Lynch coming out. Paxton Lynch. So, and then they signed Case Keenum. I think, even though it's a two-year deal, it's, it's not, you know, like I said, you're not married to Case Keenum. You got an old defense, an expensive defense. I actually had the Broncos going Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame. The best player in the draft. Garrett Bowles at left tackle, I think, had a promising rookie year. You put Nelson at left guard. Some guy named Leary's at right guard. I think he's pretty good. You guys might have heard of him. Yeah, Ronald Leary's pretty darn good. Yeah, uh, you know, I think he's in Dallas a little bit. Mm. So I think John John Elway, I was almost correcting myself, John Elway is going to put pieces in place to make Case Keenum successful. And there is that thought out there that he still somewhat, for some reason, believes in Paxton Lynch, at least doesn't want to give up on him yet. So Rosen, I actually have falling. And again, I don't do trades in my mock. So this is, it could be same team, different pick, right? I actually have Rosen falling to 11 to Dolphins. Oh, Eric oh, follows to a naked dance party. Breaking news right there. So we get uh, Walchuk's Jewish brethren, Rosen. The best down quarterback in the draft. Okay, I'm the telling you right now. In the draft. Josh Rosen not is the, the best sexiest. quarterback in the draft. Not the sexiest, which is, is a little bit, I would say, mildly frustrating for me. But I would say at 11 to get any one of these sort of top four or five quarterbacks in the draft, I would be down with it. Just because the position, you take a swing, and if you land, beautiful. If you don't. Who gives a crap? You come back next year. You suck always anyways, Dolphins, so what's it matter to you? So I actually would love that, so thank you. Yeah, are you do you believe in Adam Gase? I do. I actually really like Adam Gase. But do you believe in Ryan Tannehill? Um, I'm, I'm so-so on Tannehill. I mean, at this point, he's been in the league for six years. He hasn't really done much of anything. He's not terrible. If he's not getting injured, he's somewhere around the 12th to 15th best quarterback, but he could be anywhere from, like, 17th if he's not really good. Doing well. Look, guys, hold this where we are, and we'll come back to this in a second. I got a curveball question because you both have had Ndamukong Sue on your teams, and he is now gone. What do you guys think about Ndamukong Sue? Go ahead, Karen. Ultra talent, um, not the best teammate, 
kind of does his own thing from time to time. Apparently, he doesn't like to practice. I actually heard a rumor when he was in Detroit that he bought himself a nice, like, massage, like, leather chair for the meeting rooms, like the D-line meeting rooms. And then when it leaked, <laughs> when it went, here's the best part, when it leaked out. A lazy boy. To, to save face, he, then he bought it for, like, the whole D-line. <laughs> but initially, initially, he just had the chair for himself. I don't think he's a bad guy. I've been a suit offender <sighs> for a long time. But he's, you know, he's, he's if there was a diva at defensive tackle, It'd be in Dominican Sue. Yeah. And again, nothing but respect for the guy. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But like, also, not worth $113 million or whatever Miami put, paid him. So you're happy like, Detroit I, let him walk? I was happy once I saw the numbers. I was like, yeah, I don't know if a defensive tackle is worth that. No, there's no way he could have never lived up to that contract. But yeah, I basically co-signed everything he just said. He's a little bit of a diva, but he's still he's still a hell of a player. And the Rams now with him and Donald, holy balls, that's going to be insane. Mm, it's ferocious. Now let's get back. Miami, Rosen, now. No, let's get back to the draft, and let's get back to the Indianapolis Colts who just missed out on Quentin Nelson, according to Kieran. Heartbreaking and, uh, for them. And that is heartbreaking for them. But Chubb's still alive, right? No, Chubb is not there, right? Chubb's not there. Neither is Barkley. Oh, my God. But, but I think that is the worst-case scenario for, for Indy is that, the, that Chubb and Nelson are both gone. I think if Nelson's there, you got to take him. Uh, unless you can trade back and somebody wants one of these quarterbacks. But if Nelson's there and Indy doesn't take Nelson, oh my God. If I'm I Andrew Luck, scream. I retire immediately. Yes, I, I would be I would be holding out for better players as he did last year. Yeah, it'd be hard to do that two years in a row. I had Chubb four, by the way, if we want to recap. I had Chubb four to the Browns. So you can have Chubb and Miles Garrett rushing the passer. I'm telling you, the Browns can get legit this year. Colts. If Nelson's not there, I agree they got to take Nelson. But if he's not there and they can't trade back, how about Roquan Smith? Just completely give a new face to your defense. Roquan Smith is that new kind of linebacker, the Deion Jones type, sideline to sideline. You, you drop 15 pounds, but you gain a lot of speed. I think he is a stellar player, and I would encourage everyone, if they have their doubts about Roquan Smith, second half, Rose Bowl against Oklahoma, he took over on defense. Yeah, Eric and I both looked at Roquan Smith. We watched him together. And I think our expectations were so high, we were a little disappointed. But at the end of the day, Roquan Smith is one of the uh, one of the better talents in this draft. I don't think this is an elite class in terms of top-tier talented guys, aside from Chubb and Nelson and Barkley. I think you got a little bit of a drop-off. Smith is a freak. I agree with you. Uh, he is kind of that new age linebacker, and this was a pick to me that the first time I saw it, I thought it was a little puzzling on a mock draft, but I actually think it makes good sense, and I like that you did this year, especially with Nelson off the board, because Matt Eberflus, the new defensive coordinator in Indy, obviously came from Dallas. He's a mm-hmm. linebacker's coach, linebacker guy. I know he was there, worked out Roquan Smith, so it, that actually is a pick. If the board were to fall this way, I think that makes a lot of sense, very logical for Indy to make, but you got to think. I know you didn't put mocks or, or trades in this mock, but you got to think that's a scenario they're looking to get the hell out of six if Nelson and Chubb are both off the board. Might be a spot for Miami to trade up. Yeah, or Buffalo. Or Buffalo. So let's go ahead. Seven now with Tampa. I'm liking where this is going. I like Derwin James to Tampa, and I, and I read a lot that this is almost as close to a lock as you can get. It's kind of up to your taste where you think. Derwin James or Minka Fitzpatrick is the number one safety, but James has a more set position, so I think he's probably going to get the edge in the eyes of NFL teams. I think this guy is going to be, regardless of what you think about Jameis Winston, and I have mixed feelings myself, the dude is a leader of men. Derwin James can be that on defense. Here's my prediction. They draft Derwin James. He walks into minicamp, OTAs, or whatever. He gets in Jameis Winston's face and says, I'm going to pick you off today. And he does it. That's the kind of attitude that Derwin James has. He comes from the Florida State lineage of DBs. Jalen Ramsey, obviously the most recent example. Derwin James, to me, is a great pick for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that at least defensively needs an identity, right? Absolutely. I'm sorry, I didn't know that you were throwing that to us. Yeah, they do. They, I, they, other than Gerald McCoy, uh, they're, they're kind of weak. Yeah, and, and and they need secondary you, help badly. 
they need secondary help. You got to look at who's in that, that division too. Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. Cam Newton, yeah. Drew Brees. Those teams aren't getting worse. So Dirk Cutter is kind of coaching for his job this year. I think you get a high-impact player like Derwin James. It's hard to fault them there. All right, fire on through 8, 9, 10. Let's go, and then we can recap that. All right, Denzel Ward to the Bears. It's kind of a similar thing. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and now Kirk Cousins. You can never have too many corners. Personally, I'm a little bit against taking a corner in the first round, but it does make sense for the Bears in this case. They're not really sure how they feel about, uh, I believe it's Kendall Fuller, the Fuller brother. That's it. That's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Ward is considered the top corner on the board. They did enough in free agency to fix, or at least not fix, but kind of shape their offense around Mr. Bisky. If Nelson somehow falls here, they're taking Nelson. But here, the way I have the board falling, Denzel Ward. San Francisco 49ers at nine. That's one of my surprise picks, but I don't know if it's a surprise pick anymore because since then I've seen it. I have Nelson's teammate. Mike McGlinchey, mm, okay. only nine to the 49ers. Again, tackles get pushed up. Tackles get pushed up the board like quarterbacks do. And, and he's I the think only McGlinchey's one. McGlinchey's a solid player. I don't think he's, you know, in a normal draft, would he be the ninth pick? I'd probably say no. But this is a very weak tackle class, in my opinion. And I think he's a plug-and-play guy at the very least. He'll start right tackles in 10 years. Maybe not sexy, but it'll help you out. One less thing to worry about as you got to protect now the most expensive player in the history of the NFL and Jimmy Garoppolo. And 10, I mentioned him earlier, Minka Fitzpatrick. A guy who can play all over the field in the secondary is a football guy. That's John Gruden. John Gruden would love to have a football guy, just a football player. Minka Fitzpatrick says his best position, he said this at the Combine, his best position is slot corner. Now, I would have advised against that if I was his agent because that's kind of a devalued position, although important. But you don't have to worry about, you know, where should we put him. Just put him on the field, and he's going to make plays. I like that 10 to the Raiders. Kieran Stackley with us here on the Nosebleed Seats podcast. Yeah, I think that's a good pick for them. And they're an interesting wild card. That 9-10 scenario, I think if McGlinchey hadn't gone 9, I think he'd been in play there for the Raiders at 10. I think that's the name that's circling around the Bay Area on both sides of that scenario. So we know you got Rosen going 11 uh, let, let's skip down to 19 and 20, because I know you're a Lions fan, so we'll let you get the Lions pick in there as well. But who do you got my Cowboys taking? Your Cowboys. I have them taking Taven Bryan, defensive tackle oh, in Florida. Okay. I have my own personal mixed feelings about him, because his athletic profile is J.J. Watt. His film is not J.J. Watt. But he has probably the best first step of anybody on the interior defensive line in this class. Look at his highlights. Just do a double-click as soon as the ball snaps. He probably has both hands on the guard and has pushed him back a yard. Like, that's how quick his first step is. But he's kind of a pass-rushing defensive tackle, like five-and-a-half sacks in his career. You know, that doesn't necessarily, you know, translate what the athletic traits kind of tell you he should get, especially at school like Florida. You know, that's kind of what you expect out of guys from that program. But Rod Marinelli, where did he cut his teeth? On the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Defensive coordinator. And he worked him out he, at his Florida he, State Pro Day. He worked him out. Rod Marinelli would love to get his hands on Taven Bryan's athletic potential. All right, Walchuk, grade the pick, Walchuk. It's not a pick that I would love. Uh, it, it depends on who else was on the board. Was, ooh, see, here's was Harold Landry gone? Harold Landry was not gone. Harold Landry was there. See, I, if Harold Landry's there, it was Vita Vea gone is the real question. If, we weren't, if we're talking yes. tackles. Yes, Vita yeah, Vea I, ha- I had Vea to the Chargers. Okay, so Vea's off the board. In that case, man, I would have gone Harold Landry if I'm going D-line. Tell me Calvin Ridley was gone because I'm nervous they'd pull the trigger on Ridley if he's there. No, I I, I did the lazy pick. I, I, I will admit this is kind of lazy, but I had him going to the Ravens. I had Ridley to the Ravens. They clearly want what receiver help. Apparently, Des Bryant rejected an offer there. I can see them maybe going Calvin Ridley, so that's not completely shocking. And then what about Leighton Vander Esch? Leighton Vander Esch was on the board, but did you see his medical issue? Uh, I have seen the medical issue, and I've heard mixed things about it on how serious that even is. Yeah, well, you had the NFL report that he got a four out of five stars from NFL teams, which there's nothing wrong with that. 
But Matt Miller, Bleacher Report, someone who's you know on the scene and I highly respect on the on the draft coverage, said that he had talked to five teams that have wiped Leighton off their board. Wow. So, I mean, who knows what those teams are. I had Leighton falling to 25 to the Titans, but you just don't know. That's one of those things where you got to trust your doctor. It didn't work out for Nick Saban. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it'll work out for other teams. So if, if he's cleared, he's cleared. But that is somewhat of an issue. Uh, and that's an issue the Cowboys have had as well with their recent draft picks, is taking guys that might be injured because they think, eh, we can work on them. Jalen Smith, for example. So, that wouldn't be uh, shocking to me if the Cowboys were to go that direction. 20, who did you have the Lions taking? Well, you already mentioned him, Harold Landry. So, Oh, well, that, that's <laughs> why you have the spot. Cowboys taking I Harold like Landry. That, <laughs> well, you and I are simpatico in the love. I think Eric is, too. I think Harold Landry's got the chance to be the best end of this draft, and I do love Bradley Chubb, but this dude is a superior talent. 16 and a half sacks as a junior. Probably would have been a top 15 pick had he come out. Goes back for his senior year. Senior year has a high ankle sprain, his production's not there, and then people kind of forgot about him. He has the best bend in this draft, and he is 6'2", 252 pounds, 4'6", He's strong, 24 reps on bench press, 36-inch vertical. He is a pure athlete with an amazing first step. And, by the way, you want to talk about connections, his D-line coach at Boston College is now the Lions defensive coordinator. Mm, that so is if a anyone, connection. If, if anyone knows about him, it, it, would, it would be the Lions. So no. I think I will admit there's a good chance Harold Landry's not there at 20. But if he's there at 20, it's hard for me to see the Lions pass up on him. Yeah, I agree. I think that that would be a great pick for Detroit. Final uh, question we got here about your mock here. And Karen Steckley, by the way, joining us here on the No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wilczek, Eric Chiofalo. Lamar Jackson. Did you have Lamar Jackson going in the first round, and if so, to whom? I had him going 15 to the Cardinals. Woo! All right. I like it. Because, again, a guy that's going to need some time, but it's a friendly environment, you know, playing in Arizona. There's a good veteran leadership crew there that kind of show him the work, uh, show him the work, ropes, I should say. And three years down the line, how cool would it be? Lamar Jackson and David Johnson in the same backfield. It'd be a lot of fun. I like it. A lot it. of fun. I really like that. No, that'd be a good, if Bruce Arians were there, man. I would love that pick for Lamar Jackson. And and it, from everything we were hearing, you know, Lamar Jackson, the whole not having an agent thing, it was kind of hindering him a little bit, and that's kind of quieted down. And then the last couple of days, and today, we've heard that he is climbing up draft boards and could easily be uh, top fifteen, top twenty pick. So I think that's probably a a good spot to have him right there. Yeah, and you know. I generally think you need to hire people whose jobs it is to, like, help you out. You know what I mean? Like an agent. Lamar didn't run a 40-yard dash. It's not that it's a huge problem, but that's your best trait, man. Like, what if Josh Allen decided, I'm not going to throw any fade routes? You know what I mean? Like, it's your best trait, so highlight it. It doesn't make you you know, a non-pocket thrower if you're capable of throwing from the pocket, but that's what kind of separates you from other people is your athletic ability, so show it off. Yeah, I can understand that point. Uh, I love Lamar Jackson. I think Josh Rosen and Lamar will be the top two quarterbacks from this draft. You can book it, and it's not to discredit Mr. Rudolph or or Sam Darnold. I just think that they're the two guys in my gut. I think they're going to be ballers, and if they land in Arizona and Miami, I think you can expect a, a Super Bowl appearance by both those teams within five years. Yes. That'd be great. Josh Rosen is the best pure thrower of the football. I just have a little concerns about his durability. That's that's my only thing. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's built a lot like Jared Goff, and I kind of felt the same way, but look, Jared Goff has now flourished. Yeah, but yeah, he's had concussion true. issues you, you and need, stuff. You need, you need an offensive line. You can't practice anymore with pads hardly at all, so you got to have either you know great first-round draft picks or an expensive offensive line to keep your quarterback upright. That's the modern NFL. Well, I think you're 100% right. Kieran Sackley, folks, joining us here on the No Split Seeds podcast. Kieran, Look, dude, we enjoyed it. We uh, we should do it again soon. I'm sure we'll do it in the regular season. Moving in, we can get your opinions here on the NFC North and your Lions, and it's been a joy having you on the show, my man. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Love to come on again. All right. We'll take care, my brother. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Hope your Lions have a good draft. We will talk to you again soon. Sounds good, brother.
Well, how about that, huh? I thought that was a lot of fun. Good old Kieran, man. Fellow fan of the show. Yeah. So this is your old Chick-fil-A buddy or something? Yeah, we should have got more into that. We worked together. Yeah, we should have. We should have, you know, peeled back the curtain. I feel like he's going to become a friend of the show, though. No doubt. I kind of would like to bring him on from time to time. Yeah, no, he reached out to me via Twitter and was just asking me some draft stuff. And I was like, you know, I think we kind of blew it on trying to get some of our uh, local guys on. Like, let's just do this for real, Kieran. Here, no, dude, let's just get you. In come the bedroom, on, I know you're going to be go for it, great in between the sheets. And yes. he was, and he was solid. I got to say, especially for his first time, you know, we can be a little intimidating because our chemistry is so good. And then you, you just throw someone in there. But hey, he brought some new things to the table. I learned a few things. I know you did. I learned a lot. I looked over at your face at one point, and wow, talk about vinegar strokes. Woo! Yes. My goodness. Yeah. No. So that was a hell of a time. I man. think that, that, that brought up a lot of interesting points. I like that he ran us through some mock. I'm, I don't know that I'd really be super excited about that pick of Brian, though. I, it's not, and it's not that I don't think he's a really good player. Wait, are we getting balls deep right now? Yeah, we're getting, Whoa, pretty, let me set we're getting vibe, pretty balls bro. deep. I'm, I mean, it is. This is on me. Like, day, baby. Gosh dang it. This is totally my fault. Let's just reset here. Nosebleed Seats Podcast. Zach Wolchel Klung said, Eric Chiafalo. It's time now for the Nosebleed Seats. Huge bleeping mock. We'll get to the Cowboys pick in just a moment, but right now we're going to start number one. Do we have to do the big full one? No, no, no. We have to do that again? All we're going to do is uh, we'll do our own top ten because I think you and I, we like to have our own special sauce add to that, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of just take it to the to the Cowboys pick at 19. After that, who knows? You know we're probably going to miss all of these anyway, but for fun, we're going to do it. Yeah, because out of 32 last year in our huge, huge, girthy mock, girthy. we got, uh, we Vinegary. got, we got, let's see, two right? I don't know, but it was bad. I know we it got Miles Garrett. Right? We got Miles Garrett, and I think after that it was I'm not even shoot. sure. I think we might have missed all of I think of it was that. just crap. I don't even know if it the was The point crap is shoot. there's going to be a lot of trades, so outside of maybe one of these picks... We're going to be wrong. They're all wrong, but we like to have fun with it because that way it still gives us an excuse to talk about the teams. We're going to rapid fire. We're your GMs. Eric, you follow Zach Wolchuk in the sheets, mother bleepers. And here we are with the Cleveland Brownies at number bleeping one. Miles Garrett. Boom. Done. They took him last year. Eric, we got Miles last year. We can't take him again. Okay. My fault. So. Overexcited. Should we finally take a quarterback? We've skipped out on one for the last 20 years. Yes, you should take a freaking quarterback. All right, there's like 17. Now. Not Allen. God dang it. Don't do Josh. But I like Josh. Rosen? Baker. I'm a Baker fan. Sam. Darnold. Lamar. Fat face Darnold's going Mason to Cleveland. Mason Rudolph with the good tush. Oh, sexy Mason? Number one. Let's do it. Gosh, I'm. I, let's put the card in. Should we? Mason Rudolph, number one. Cleveland Browns. Rated and wheat, baby. <laughs> Here we go. It's Put it on the crazy. freaking board, Roger. But for real. He's hugging Rudolph. We're not taking Mason. I'm envisioning it now. He's going to squeeze that. He's going to squeeze that tush. The rest of the league would laugh Roger's at us. Roger's going to put his hands all over him. We would look like schmucks taking him. Okay, the bigger question is, are we going to get a moment like we got from last year uh, from the Falcons defense? Tack end? McKinley. Tack. No. Good old Tack. We're not going to get a grandma mural out there. You know what? It's Dallas, some, baby. Some we F-bombs. might get some cowboy hats, some boots, and a horse on stage, but we're not getting mama grandma's pants. You're going to get freaking Drew Pearson's Dangling all up in your face. He's going to be gonna there. Get. He's going to be dancing all weekend long. It'll be great. But for reals, who you want at one? Darny. I like Allen at one. Now okay. I'm, I'm cool with Sam Darnold. I think that that's a realistic pick for the Browns, and I think he's better than Allen. But I would see them doing something stupid and taking Allen. So what are they? Wait, is this a what we would do or what they're going to do? This is what I what we think we would we would do. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that what, really stumped you. You're like, wait, well, crap, what do you want to do? Because I don't really time. care. I think what we should. do I was is, thinking, what will they do? To be honest, I was going to say because what we do is is less than irrelevant. There's a relevance, and then there's what we would do if we were in their position. Exactly. And so, which I would think be better we, than what they actually do. That is we're true. Geniuses. That is true. But. We should do what we think they would do. Let's do that. What do you think they're doing? They're doing Darnie. You think it's Darnie? I kind of think D. it's Allen, but I'll lean towards Darnie there. Samuel Fine. L. Darnold. Number one, there he is off the board. Two, Giants, where are they going? <laughs> We're Gettleman. We coach Jim. We drive cars. Gettleman. Where are we taking? Gettleman freaking skis in his jeans. The and thing we for learned me, he though, was a gym teacher that this. wore his shorts above his belly button, thanks to Kieran. All the rumors are coming out of the Barkley, the Barkley, the Barkley. What have the Giants done when they've been successful? They've had a stellar defensive line. Somebody in the front seven that just freaks people the hell out. They're a defensive-minded team. Miles Garrett, baby! He's not there anymore, but Bradley Chubb, to me, would be a typical New York Giants pick, even though I think they should really take Quentin Nelson because that offensive line is garbage. 
but what I think does not matter. So, it's Chubb or it's Barkley. I think the giant way is take Chubb, but all we hear is Barkley. Do we say smokescreen or do they take Chubb? I think we say uh, smokescreen, who they just trade, the three-fingered monster, JPP. They have nobody rushing the passer besides Olivier Vernon. They need Chubb. And like you said, Gettleman comes from Carolina. He's always had a good front seven. He's had the likes of Julius Peppers. Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy. Wow. Wish you wouldn't have said that. Michael one. Johnson, right? Was or Charles? No, Johnson? Charles Johnson. Sorry. Yeah, good old Chuck. Uh, they they just had good players uh, in the in the front seven. So Tony, and you're right. And you're right. The Giants. That's where their bread and butter of victory has come from. And if you're not going to take a quarterback here, if you don't like one of the quarterbacks, you're thinking about going to get a Mason Rudolph later. That's fine. Um, let's go Chubb here. All right. Chubb it is. Remember, I now have a Chubb. I got I, a draft day Chubb. I do too. I think that's a great pick. You haven't pick. even commented on it, by the way, and it's it's been frustrating. Eric. You've made eye contact with it 16 different times, not one comment. You know how I feel. It makes me awkward. Well, damn it, it's draft day. Let's get awkward. It's there, and it is large and in charge. Jets. Thank you. Number three. The Jeets are on the clock. You love them. Who do you think they take? The J-E-T-E Jets take... Baker Mayfield. All right. Okay. I I think they should take Joshy, but they're going to go Baker. Take Baker. Wait, you think they should take Rosen? I think they should take Rosen. Yes. I think he's going to be a better player. Ah, he kind of the durability concerns, that. though. Honestly, nah, that, that the really doesn't. I mean, concerns. no. But seriously, concussions, ah, man. This I, dude's been getting concussions. I don't think concussions are a concern. Yeah. You don't his think head. Baker Mayfield's going to run around and his get concussed? Brain. Well, he got concussed and concrete on, on the say, head. I mean, geez. the police officers thrown down on him. Mush. When he tried to run from him. All right, Baker drunken. three. Fine. Four. Browns are back up on the clock. Okay, so now Chubb is not there, so they can't pair no, him with Garrett. But Barkley is but there. But Barkley's still on the board. So oh. this worked out beautifully for them. If if Chubb... No, wait a second. Maybe another quarterback. Maybe we should go quarterback. Double down? Maybe we should take Josh. Ro- Rosen? Lamar? Jackson? Dude, wow, Lamar. Can we let's go let's go with the three-headed monster of Tyrod Taylor, Lamar Jackson, and Sammy L. Darnold. That would be crazy. And let's just go wishbone Run the three veer. quarterback veer and let's just do this thing. I love it. Lamar Jackson, read it. <laughs> read it and we I don't really think they're gonna take him there. Really? No, do you? There's a part of me. Really? I think they go Lamar Jackson, say, you know what, we got ourselves a little receiver slash quarterback. We got Sam Darnold. Who worked with Pryor, but he doesn't want to play Tyrod's receiver. got a groom and bro, uh, both of them. I think they'd probably go Barkley in this scenario. I would go Barkley in this scenario, um, and I think they will too. All right, boom, Barkley at 4-5. Broncos, do we agree with Kieran? Do they take Nelson or do they take Josh Rosen, who they should take? I will say, we, we need to we need to do trade alert spots. Oh, um, this is a trade alert spot. And I, I would say that uh, number two, where the Giants are, that's a trade alert spot. Three is definitely not a trade alert spot. But four is. Four is certainly a trade alert spot. Now we're at five, and guess what we're talking about here? We're trade alert. We're trade alert spotting right here. John Elway's got his quarterback, Case Keenum. I think Quentin Nelson, uh, like Kieran was talking about, is is a really good option for them, especially if, if you sort of believe in Keenum uh, and and you you like protecting your quarterback. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so so Nelson's a great pick for them here, but also, who'd they lose? Aqib Tlaib. You know, Bradley Roby, their other cornerback, he's got a year left on his deal. Harris is one of the best cornerbacks in the league, but you want to add another guy, I think uh, a Ward is an option here. Uh, if you're not going to go with one of the quarterbacks, I'm going either Nelson or I'm going Ward. Let's make things tough for Jim Ursay. Let's go Nelson. All right, Nelson at five, so quarterback slipping. Six. Indy. Quentin Nelson's off the board again. If he's on the board here, he's in not. Indy oh, doesn't he is. take him. Damn, he is. Off I the want to freaking D slap everybody in Indy if they don't yeah, take Nelson geez, when he's on the board. They've got to take him. But now, but now everything do? everything's been ruined now for Indy except for guess what we have right here? Trade alert. And here's why: quarterback. Well, yeah, and they who probably needs a quarterback? Don't want anybody here now. They don't want a quarterback, and they don't want anybody here now. So uh, it's probably guess who? The Buffalo Bills calling up. They're taking Josh Allen here at six. We're boom. putting it in. Boom. Allen six to the Bills. I like it. Seven. Bucks. 
I do kind of believe this Derwin James sh- stuff that's going on. Yeah, uh, Derwin James uh, to the Bucks seems like a foregone conclusion. They got the uh, guy from A and M last year, the free safety. Is it Evans or whoever that Justin was? Justin Evans, and I thought that dude was garbage. Yeah, I thought he was garbage as well. But they're two different style players, so at least you can go home at night and say, hey, at least I have a guy who thinks he's a free safety and a guy who thinks he's a strong safety. Yeah, yeah. And let's play football. So Derwin James is definitely going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer here. In about All right, seven eight, hours. the Chicago Bears, and there is not Quentin Bleep and Nelson on the board, and that's a shame for them. I know they wanted him. Uh, a receiver could be an option here, but. There's just not really many receivers. Now you ask yourself if you're Chicago, what the bleep do you do? And 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 honestly, Walchuk, what do you do here? Because with with Nelson gone, you could go Ward. I think at the end of the day, that's where you have I'm to go. I'm saying, who wants Josh Rosen? Come up and freaking get him. And why did we take Mitchell Trubisky? Because Josh Rosen's a better quarterback. Ah, I disagree. No, oh, he is. I'm a Trubisky guy. Oh, are you? No, you're not. You were not Mitch, a Trubisky guy last Mitch, year either. Mitch, Mitch, Oh, Mitch. now you're no, coming but, around no, but honestly, no, but No, but the truth is I can't stand his name, and I didn't think it was possible to be good with a name like that, but he was pretty good last year. He, with he no was help. better than expected. With no help. So he was better gotta, than expected. got to give him a little love. But well, he's not better Chicago than Rosen. Do? Are they taking Ward? Uh, I think that that's a smart pick. What about a, a big defensive lineman? Like, I still think you're going to see Vea? linemen like Vea, or you guys still got the linebackers out there. Do they want an Edmonds? Do they want a Smith? Uh, or you know that kind of scenario. This is an interesting pick. I think ultimately, though, they move down. I, there's got to be somebody that wants Josh Rosen. Wait, here. so are we talking trade alert here? We're talking trade alert. I, is it Arizona? Is it your Miami Dolphins? Miami is it the Washington Redskins? The even though they have committed now to. Um, What's his schmace? Oh, Alex Smith. And then you've got the Cardinals. Or, or, or what about a New England or a Pittsburgh that's making some noise? So they're trying to get up into the draft. All of a sudden, you have these quarterbacks falling to eight. I could see a move to be made here, and all of a sudden, Chicago might be the crazy team that does it. Gosh, that would be cool. Uh, and that would be great for them. Rack up the picks, and then uh, somebody comes up and gets their quarterback. And then next thing you know, there's only one quarterback left, and everybody starts panicking. And the next team does it. We saw it with the Texans last year. And the Chiefs with Mahomes and Watson. As soon as one team makes that move, oh crap, now there's only one quarterback left. We panic. We got to go get our guy. Let's go up there and make the move. So I, I don't see any of these quarterbacks. I don't see these top five guys that, we, that we're, we're hearing about. I don't see any of them getting out of the top 15. I just don't. No, me either. Especially when you had a draft a few years back where like Christian Ponder goes 12. I think it was that oh, geez, uh, yeah. Jake Locker draft My or God. whatever yeah, the heck. Gabbert. Um, yeah, Gabbert. Holy smokes. It, it was not a good draft. Yeah, that was and those rough. quarterbacks just get shoved off the board. I think the same thing happens this year. And all of this is really stupid because there's going to be trade alert, trade alert, trade alert, quarterback, 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 and everybody's coming down, and my Dallas Cowboys are going to be sitting there like, give it to me. And you know what? The Miami Dolphins might be too. The Dolphins are going to be sitting there where they might get lucky and Rosen does slip to them or something happens or they move up, or one of those linebackers is there. I am not on board with us moving up for one of these quarterbacks, but if any one of them falls to us at 11, I will not be upset at all if we take them. For the simple fact of if you if you land that badass guy, that once every few year kind of guy, then you win, baby. And if you don't get him, you're right back here next year where you're going to be anyways because that linebacker you're about to draft isn't going to win you any football games in the long run, even though you're still happy you got him. So if we ended up with a Tremaine Edmonds or a Roquan Smith, I'd be thrilled. If we end up with one of these quarterbacks, as long as we didn't trade up to get him, I'll be very, very happy. Uh, and... You know, if you end up even getting a, a Vita Vea or something like that, I won't be upset. We have some options, but I think that's my least favorite of the options. I'd, I'd want Edmonds or Smith or one of the quarterbacks. All right, well, I think we're going to narrow it down to Edmonds or Smith here for Chicago because I do think Ward's in play, but we same thing with the Giants, same logic. The Bears are known for having midway beasts right in the middle. Yeah. Brian Urlacher, Mike Singletary, et cetera, and company. Dodd linebackers, you've got your pick. Of the top two, Edmonds or Smith? I think we both like Edmonds and his upside a little bit more. I do. The, the, the dude's 19 years old. He's still a baby, and he's a monster. He is literally an extraterrestrial. He's incredible. I think he's I think he's a stud, and uh, he's the best player. So if I was them, I would take Edmonds, but I could actually see them going Smith here. Um, and if they do, so be it. Smith is still a good player, but like you said to Kieran earlier, we we were a little underwhelmed with him. I think our expectations were a little higher going into it, but it doesn't mean he's not a good football player because Smith is definitely still a stud. All right, nine, now you've got the 49ers. I think the Niners are, are having 
all kinds of guys slip to them, whether it's Minka Fitzpatrick, say, Minka Denzel Ward is still nice. there. W- Ward or, or, or Fitzpatrick or Edmonds. Or Roquan Edmonds Smith. Is still on the board. Or, Roquan Smith is there right now. Oh, okay. So so we just had Chicago take We Edmonds had Edmonds then? go to Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, then, uh, yeah. So any one of these guys, San Francisco is going to be happy I with. I like Denzel Ward there. I can kind of picture that a little bit. I, I, they've kind of remodeled that secondary. They got you Sherman. Him with Sherman. I, like I don't know that. who their other corner is. I don't is. think they really had anybody worthy that would start over Denzel Ward. That well, comes to mind. Yeah, well, Denzel Ward's a hell of a player there. He's the best corner in the draft, so they they take him there. Good for them. Now that now now Oakland's on the board, they could still take Roquan Smith. They could still take a McGlinchey. I think that's I, think McGl- I like that or, McGlinchey or pick Fitzpatrick. for them. Or Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick's fallen. It's, and, and I could actually see, I, I can see Fitzpatrick falling in this draft. There's something about him that I don't know. I think it scares a lot of teams off that just he didn't because he's, he, he doesn't didn't do have that anything one position. Consistently. Exactly. And it's just a kind of scary. a floater guy. I like McGlinchey to Oakland. I think that, that taking a tackle uh, it makes sense to me. You know, they're a team that's kind of committed yeah. themselves. At least their GM has. And he's got pushed up the line. board quite a bit. He, he's kind of made, uh, in the last few days, he's kind he's of the best tackle. Steam. He is. No, he in is. a weak he tackle draft, he's the best. Exactly. He's the most stable, ready-to-go, locked-and-loaded tackle there is right now. So, you want to do that? Let's do it. Let's it's go a little McGlinchey. bit of a reach, but sure. Let's McGlin- go McGlinchey. And so now you've got your option at 11. And I got Fitzpatrick and you got or Rosen. Or Rosen? Yes, Rosen is still out there. I have Rosen, Edmonds, or... No, you've got Rosen, Smith, or Fitzpatrick, or Vea. Oh, yeah, that's right, Smith. Okay. So in, in this instance, uh, I think the I think the Dolphins would... I think they would take Smith. I think they would take freaking Josh Rosen. And I think Rosen thrilled. is the second pick there for in, in their mind. You minds. think they take Smith? I mean, you, this is your call. You're the yeah, Dolphin no, guy. Yeah, no, I know. I, I just... I, I do think they love, they love Edmonds and they love Smith. Okay. And I do think at the end of the day, they still do have an affinity and a belief in Ryan Tannehill. So with that being said, I think in this instance, they would take Roquan Smith and, and think of it as a home run. But I also, if Smith is not there in this instance, then they're going Rosen. Wow. All right. So now you've got the Colts and they have now traded down from 6 to 12 with Buffalo in our trade. And they still get Minka Fitzpatrick. They still get Minka. And, and, they're, and they're thrilled with that. Yeah, that's a great pick. Back they're to thrilled back years. with that. Hooker, Fitzpatrick, love it. Oh, that's right. I forgot they had Hooker. Hooker's such a badass. Yeah. Yeah, Rosen is still sliding. 13 to the Redskins now. What the heck are the Redskins I think doing? they're looking. I think you see Vita Vea there, and if you're the Redskins, you turn that card in pretty quick. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to argue against Vita Vea. That dude's awesome. I would really hate that, though. Pair him with Jonathan Allen really, there in the middle. I really, really hate that. I would really hate that. That's a formidable front. They already have some pretty good linebackers. Yeah, because I would hate it. You know it's a good pick. All right, fine. We'll put Vea to the Redskins. Oh, darn it. All right, Packers at 14. Packers now, uh, it's interesting. They've got options here. They've got players that, really, I don't know what they have to do. And Rosen is sliding. They're obviously not going to take a quarterback. You've got Harold Landry there. I think that would be a decent pick for them. And 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 if it, if it was me, that's what I would do. I don't know what the, I don't know much about what Green Bay's got going on, but three four defense that's perfect for Harold Landry. Clay Clay Matthews is getting a little bit long in the tooth there, so you can never have enough pass rushers. What about a corner? You think they go corner? I mean, they. Need, well, I can see them going like a, corner. Like a Yair Alexander, I think has moved up boards. Yeah, or, or a Mike Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. yeah, Hughes, or even a Josh Jackson. Uh, there's a handful. I still of these think guys. they should. They're a team that for some reason. We kind of look over the fact that their offensive line's not that good. You know, would you look at uh, uh, Hernandez or a Win or a I, Williams? Or I'm all on board with that. You know me, and I, I love offensive linemen. I'm all about protecting a quarterback, especially when it's uh, one that's as great as Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so if they need O line help, yeah, I'd turn the card in on Win, no problem. He's got tackle experience, but he's going to be a badass guard. Oh, and there's Marcus Davenport. I completely it. forgot about him. Oh, Davenport. Wow. Davenport and Landry are very. Yeah. And, you know, and honestly, and, and that's a prototype. Damn, maybe I think for I, I, think I, yeah, I Davenport. can see Davenport there. All right, let's go down. That that eased, eased it a little right bit. Right there off the now edge. Now you've got. Okay, so now Arizona is the next team of that list that didn't trade alert up. They need a quarterback. Rosen has fallen into their laps. I don't see how this has happened, but it did. I think you've got to put Rosen here to Arizona. They need a quarterback. He's awesome, and he slid there. Right? Can we do that? I'm on board, baby. It's perfect. Baltimore, 16. This seems like a Calvin Ridley spot for me. I know Kieran I'm mentioned fine that. With that. Get and, him off the board. And I honestly, I don't want the Cowboys to take him. Listen, man, I know you don't want the Cowboys to take him, but really wouldn't be a bad a bad deal for me. Uh, there's guys. so many receivers that get me penalized more. Yeah, but I don't think you're reaching if you take a Ridley. 
Okay, I think I you're agree. reaching if you take almost anybody else at 19. I don't think fair. you're reaching if you take Ridley. All right, fair. Who's next? Uh, L.A.? San Diego, yeah. yeah. Or uh, L- L- L.A. L.A. I can't believe Jeez. I said that again. The Chargers. Gosh, dang it. It's because I loved saying San you had Diego Super Chargers. And I can't say it anymore. Yeah. Love that, man. Bull. Shout out to Chris Bourbon. Shout out to the uh, Swami. All right, so what uh, what are we thinking here for the San Diego or the uh, L.A. Chargers? Dear still God. lots of corners out there. Lamar Jackson is still out there. And I could see this as a potential area. I, I, I've heard some interest. Between the Chargers and Lamar. I also have heard interest in the Ravens. What if you just say, Lamar. let's go get Harold Landry. Let's have the best pass rush ever with Bosa, Landry, uh, and Ingram. Yeah. Let's just go pin our bleeping ears back, ladies yeah, What and about gentlemen. a defensive tackle? You don't think they go to tackle? Well, what do you go here? Hurst? Uh, Deron Payne? Yeah. Brian? Oh, yeah. I would go Payne over any of those other guys. Yeah. I do think Landry, though. He's too good, I think, to slide farther. Yeah, so do you want to just triple down on pass rushers? Let's just have it. Dude, I think that... Oh, you never man. have enough pass rushers. That'd be sick nasty. Yeah. Have Landry. Woo. Watch out, Patrick Mahomes. But they do Ace need a tackle defensively. What do you want to do? I mean, right, to, at the end Landry of the day, down. there's nothing I care nothing less matters. Seattle, about. Uh, so who knows who the Seattle Chargers are going to do? I really 17. could care less what the freaking Seahawks do. They, as long as they trade Earl Thomas. Like, that's what Earl needs Thomas to happen. at 50. That's going to happen uh, tomorrow. Think so? Second round, pick fifty. I don't know who the the Seahawks are going to even take in this situation. Can you hear me? Uh, chewing chewing ice, I can. Wow! All I know is whoever they take, it better not be a player the Cowboys are interested in. So, what's your dream scenario? So, give me, what, give me, give me Cowboys dream scenario as we, as we wrap up this draft day. Give me Cowboys dream. For me, for you. Dak Walchuk. I'm a big Harold Landry fan. I would, be, I would be into Harold okay. Landry at 19 if he's there. I think that, that would be great, and it also puts you in a position to where you've got a little bit of a contingency plan for Demarcus Lawrence. Let's say you don't want to pay him. You've drafted now a Taco Charlton. You've drafted a Harold Landry. Guys, can, And who knows what happens to Randy Gregory if he's able to come back and play at some point. So now you've got... Some youth along the defensive line. I wouldn't mind a defensive tackle. Vita Vea would be my my dream. I think a, a Vea in that situation would be perfect. The Cowboys if need and Landry are both on the board. Who do you want? Zach Walchuk. Oh, man. I the think card. the immediate need would be for Vea. You don't find a lot of guys that size that are that athletic. So probably Vea in that scenario. But ooh, do I do I do love me some Harold Landry? The linebackers I don't think are going to fall. Uh, I wouldn't mind a Minka. If he were to fall and the Cowboys wanted to make a play, I'd not into Derwin James. But if you're not going to get Landry or Vea, those guys aren't available. I think ideally it's a trade-back scenario because I don't like Van Der Esch at 19. I think that's too rich. I would like to attack the offensive line if it's a scenario like that, whether you want Isaiah Wynn, a Connor Williams who has the ability to kick out to tackle, play some guard. I'm into that. Hernandez is a nasty guard that can immediately plug and play at left guard, and I think you've got the best O-line in football again. That would be an excellent pick. And Rashawn Evans, I think 19's a little too rich for him. I'd like to move back. Any of those players, I'm okay with. It's ultimately, I don't want a wide receiver in the first round because I love Anthony Miller. I think he's going to be the best receiver in this draft. I also like Michael Gallup a lot. You can get him late. I think DJ Shark has some upside. You can just get a receiver in the second or third round. I don't want to spend that premium pick on wide receiver, and I think DJ Moore would get me more enthused than a Calvin Ridley because I like Moore more than I like Ridley if you had to go that route. Man, you just got me so turned on. I can't even. There's so many names. I mean, that is some of the sexiest stuff I've ever heard. But geez, it's just, it, it really depends on how the board falls. I just love when you Ultimately, talk draft to me. There's so many guys that I think trade back, trade back. I hope Lamar Jackson's sitting there. Maybe Rosen does fall or one of these quarterbacks do fall. And you've got a team like the Jags or like the Steelers or the Patriots or somebody behind you that thinks, man, or a team wanting to get back into the first round like the Giants or something that says, we want that pick. Here it is. We're going to give you an extra second, whatever the heck you want. Trade back a few slots, then take your guy. Then I think it makes, if they take Van Der Esch, I think it makes it look that much better. Because they got the guy they wanted, who it does seem like that's their dude. 
and you didn't you, you traded back, you still got him, you got an extra pick. So if you trade for Earl Thomas, you might still have a second to use. But I want a front seven guy or I want a lineman offensively. I want to come out of this guy with someone in the trenches that's going to help me f-ing win football games, baby. Wow. Wow, you are fired up. Yeah, build from the inside Dropping out. Dropping bleeping f bombs. Don't build from the outside in. Build in the trenches. They need a linebacker desperately. Otherwise, get some freaking linemen up in this piece. All right, man. Big bodies. Well, this is a huge day. I mean, I I am very excited for you. I'm pulling for you. I hope everything. I'm pulling for you. It seems like the well. Dolphins are in the home run sweet spot right we, now. We are me. in a pretty. We are in a pretty nice position. Uh, so hopefully we don't swing and miss. Uh, but man, it's just it's just a great time. It's happening right here in our backyard, and we'll be back here to recap it all early next week. We will. It's going to be crazy. We'll talk about it. We might be crying. We might be smiling. We might be laughing. Either way, tune in. No Split Seats Podcast, the show everyone can afford to listen to. Zach Wolchuk, alongside Eric Chief Follow. Happy drafting, everybody. Happy draft day. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. <laughs>